Hello everyone, welcome back to Love Yours Podcast. It's your host, Aurora Tracy, and I am so happy to be hanging with you guys this week again. So something that's been on my mind and at the forefront of my thoughts lately are my people-pleasing habits. Yes, I feel like I've had tremendous growth lately and can really start to see the difference in my confidence when having tough conversations and my ability to speak my ideas and overall really my confidence in myself and it makes me really proud to say the least and I know I can't be the only one who's going through this so I figured why not chat about it with you guys my favorite community (laughs) before we get into that though of course we got to do our check-in and weekly catch-up let me just first paint the paint the scene for you guys what I'm doing right now I did fresh out the shower full body shower my hair is drying I got my favorite pajama set on from Target and we're sitting down we're chilling we're chatting that's the vibe so I hope everyone had a great weekend is having an even better start to their week and is ready to just sit down and catch up because that's the vibe for today and I'm loving it. This is this is what I need, so I hope this is what you need too. How is everyone's summer going? Are we getting outside, doing all the things, getting that sunshine, exercise, f- good food, family, friends, all of it? That has been my vibe for the summer so far. And a little update on the moving situation. We are getting more serious about looking into apartments and staying on top of the market in Nyack. I know summer is a really hot season, but we're looking to really move in September. So we were a little worried about the availability of things, but so far it looks like we're going to be good. There's a lot of really cute places that we like um, and we're in touch with some realtors. So honestly, it's moving in a really good direction and I'm having the most fun planning um for this move and kind of the new vibe i want furniture we're looking for like i'm ready to take our time with this one this will be our first space together and alone without a roommate which to be honest we've i've been really lucky with the roommates i've had like all wonderful people obviously my bestie emma you all know of her was my first roommate in your, well technically my second roommate but my first roommate that turned into my bestest friend ever so I'm not complaining about having roommates but I'm so excited to have our own space decorate it how we want and make it really feel like a home so that's exciting this past weekend I finally finally got to visit my bestie Shelby and her fiance Sean and their new baby girl oh my gosh I am her auntie auntie aura that's what we call me and she is now three months I I can't believe it's it's already been that long since she's been born I feel like I've seen her every day though because thank goodness Shelby's the best and sends me photos and videos and updates and you guys she is just the most beautiful baby I've ever seen I mean stunning parents stunning baby it makes sense I am just so blessed to be part of their lives and this little angel has no idea how loved she is and I'm honestly just loving this new chapter of their life for them and to be part of it and see how all my people in my life are you know growing into their own little families it's it's been really cool also side note they (laughs) they really into esports and we streamed for a little bit and I 
think I have a streaming hidden talent. Um, if I say so myself, maybe they can vouch for me, but <laughs> who knows? Maybe streaming will be in my future once I finally learn how to play Rocket League. That shit is tough. Let me know if you've tried to play Rocket League. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was tough for the community there on their live was so fun. Really enjoyed it. I so another news, I wanted to go visit my family again back in Western New York for the summer. Um, one more time because it's just so beautiful this time of year. But the flight prices are kind of going crazy. So my mom and my aunt might come visit me or honestly they better come visit me they haven't come together yet and i think it'd be really really fun time because my aunt's never been i don't think or really she's never been to like an experience a extended period of time so we'll see hopefully that works out oh i'm also getting back in my book grind so i had a goal of reading at least one book per month now i re i realize this is not a crazy goal please avid book readers don't come for me. I love reading, but I really felt like 12 was a very realistic, easy goal that would just make me feel like I accomplished something and get me back into reading. I'll probably read more than that anyway. Yes, Emma, I'm talking to you because I told, side note, I told my friend Emma the other day, um, I was like, yeah, my goal for this year was to read like 12 books. She's like, oh my gosh, wow, that's so fun. I've read like 20 something already this month. I was like, why the hell would you tell me that? Like, good for you, but no, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not on that level yet. Okay, girl. Anyway, so right now I'm reading the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. I'm on the third book. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's honestly more of a entertainment read. It's, you know, your sci-fi fantasy fiction. Um, but I'll give a more review on that once I finish the series, but I'm really liking it. And I've also just started A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. My boyfriend has been begging me to read it, um, and I'm really glad I've started it, especially while we're rewatching Game of Thrones, so I'm just kind of in that mindset right now. Um, I'm really only in the first hundred pages, though, so I don't really have much to review on it, but it's been really cool, too. So if anyone else, you know has any book recommendations for me. I'm really not picky. I just want a good read. I need to be entertained. Maybe taught something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm up for it all. Let me know. Let me know your faves. And lastly, is anyone else, anyone else on threads yet? That was released, I think just over a week ago. And I am freaking loving it. I think I was among the first 24 million new users. I was on it within the first 12 hours it was released. And it's such a fun little fresh platform. It's not complex yet. But I have to say kudos to the transition from Instagram to threads. I think that has been one of my or was one of my, one of my favorite parts of it so far is the smooth and transition as a user that you have the ability to create your profile linked to Instagram. And it it allows you to even follow people that you already follow on Instagram, on threads if you choose, and also follow them ahead of time if they haven't created an account yet. You can request a follow when they do create their page, and then they can accept it. The homepage right now is still strictly, purely algorithm. There is no separate page to follow the people, like have a feed of those that you follow. But I'm sure that'll come, it's literally just released. But regardless, it has been so nice not to have a feed filled with trash like like twitter um to be, like don't lie we all know twitter has just been full of bots full of trash and really skewed 
people who freak out about everything damned if you do damned if you don't type of situation and this is so refreshing people on here just want to interact as normal human beings where i love the vibe right now of people just posting random thoughts random you know discussions maybe a little bit educative or sometimes just funny um intrusive thoughts who knows it's just it's pure and i'm enjoying it so is anyone else on there give me a follow it's definitely linked on my Instagram because I think it does it automatically, which is kind of cool. Uh, so check it out. I have a lot of fun on there. I don't post things that I would post on my other platforms because I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose. You know, unless I really, really love a certain creator or creators, I don't usually follow everyone on every platform if they're posting the same content. I don't see the point. So won't get that with me. <laughs> but I think that's all for my check-in. Wow, I kind of had a lot. To talk about. I'm just so excited to talk with you guys. Oh, my favorites. Yes, can't forget this segment. So I'm sure you've probably seen it on my Instagram story if you haven't Instagram, but the raspberry and rose flavored poppy prebiotic soda is I'm I'm addicted. So so good. I love that it's not too sweet. It's fresh, still a little bubbly. I don't ever get bloated when drinking it from the carbonation. Ugh one a day at least one a day <laughs> have to try it next i've been loving this the paula's choice tinted spf i got the tiny bottle of it off amazon to try it out and it is so silky smooth just slightly tinted doesn't leave a cast just gives me a healthy protective glow and we love that so recommend that and also this is really really random but <laughs> my next favorite from this week at least are corgi videos now honestly this is probably just a favorite throughout the year not even just like in a specific week but this past weekend specifically my best friend emma was with her sister's corgi winnie is the queen and she's been sending me videos and that is the key to my heart i have to be totally honest with you that's really as simple as it is it makes my day this dog is just smiling 24 7 i swear always ready for a pose always ready for the camera and is always smiling and i just need a dog like that in my life so for now i'm living through videos shout out winnie we love you queen <laughs> we're gonna have to get her on here one day <laughs> okay and with that let's get into this week's topic Recovering from being a serial people pleaser and how that's affected my day-to-day. -day. What a rude awakening it was when I realized that I was not only a people pleaser because I kind of knew, but it was kind of extreme and really the root of a lot of issues that I was trying to solve and a lot of my anxious thoughts. So you could imagine <laughs> the work that I've been putting in um, through therapy, etc. in the past almost, actually a little over two years now. And I'm finally really starting to feel the effects of it noticeably and can almost like witness myself on the outside, like reacting differently to situations than I have in the past from honestly just taking the time to work on myself and so I thought what better way to share and talk about my experience than here 
So I'm going to start first with one of the biggest lessons I've learned through trying to better my people-pleasing habits because I think it's important to have a balance. Honestly, I don't want to be cold. I like the part of me that is empathetic and caring and I like doing things for people that I care about. But it was to the I didn't know how to control it to a point that wouldn't, you know, hurt myself in the process. So, one of the first ways I've implemented it into my life is being okay with confrontation and having tough discussions and it being like okay. <laughs> Not a huge deal doesn't have to affect me emotionally. I can get through it and be level-headed and most of the time get the solution I want anyway. <laughs> it's just not, you know, having to learn to be not afraid of confrontation and making other people upset. First example of this is with friends. I had the hardest time ever telling people no. Um, even if I wasn't able to maybe mentally or physically or was juggling too many things, trying to be too many places at once, I oftentimes was just always, yes, of course, I'll be there, I'll do that, I'll run this. And maybe not realizing some of the things that I either wasn't getting in return or maybe was stretching just a little too far and like not showing up for myself even that much. So I was so worried about maintaining the relationships around me, I forgot to maintain the most important one the relationship with yourself. I know that is so, so grown of me. So woke. No, but honestly, it's true. I would find myself maybe getting resentful or then having extra hard days where I've I crashed, not even just for days or a few hours, but like maybe a whole week of just being groggy, um, maybe off my own routine, whatever you had. It showed up in really small ways. I didn't know at the time. I was just kind of dealing with because I was just so happy. All my friends were happy, you know, but maybe Aurora needs to take care of herself sometimes too. And through people pleasing, I lost that. Um, this is the same thing with family too. It's, I think also being the oldest sibling, this can kind of happen normally. I feel like it's a stereotype. Any other eldest siblings, let me know if you feel the same. But having that feeling that I need to make sure everyone around me is taken care of and is satisfied and happy, it was something so natural to me that I'm not used to people who take advantage of that, you know? I'm not afraid to do that for my family because that's family, you know, they mean a lot to me. But I think it's important to have boundaries, you know, with those people because People sometimes don't even know that they're asking too much. How are they going to know your lines and your boundaries if you don't tell them? And then they're going to unintentionally tire you out or ask too much of you. And it's really not their fault either if, you know, they're doing it unintentionally. Um, if they're a manipulator, that's different, obviously. But if they're doing it unintentionally, then they don't know if you don't tell them. And that's something that I think had two parts of it for me is one not that I was just afraid to tell them because I didn't want to upset them I want to make them happy but I also didn't really know my own boundaries I never really took this the minute the second however long I needed to figure it out what my limitations were my needs so I was always so consumed by others and not to really anyone else's fault honestly it was just so normal for me that 
I kind of took on that role in almost every single one of my relationships. And then that's what people expect of you, you know? That if you put that out there, that's what they're going to expect. And so having to go back through relationships and set boundaries was not, it was not always easy. Some, you know, people take it harder than others. Uh, you find that relationships maybe weren't built on the best foundation. And it was sad because it really took a lot of trial and error for me to try to navigate that. And I definitely, you know, made some mistakes trying to communicate my needs and boundaries along the way. And unfortunately, I think that is just how you have to learn. And I'm not saying you have to make crazy mistakes, but I'm saying that's a part of the process and not to expect perfection because I was so confused. You know, why, if this is good for me, if setting boundaries are good for me and healthy, like why is it hurting me and the people I care about so much? Yeah. It was, it was confusing, but I'm here to tell you that on the other side of it now, and now that I have very healthy friendships with, you know, friend, not only friends, but also like good relationships with my family, and I'm working my relationship with my boyfriend in terms of people pleasing as well, and it feels so much better to have that type of foundation in all my relationships than not. Um, I think I noticed a difference when... I'm communicating my boundaries so clearly that it doesn't have to come across as rude or confusing and no one gets mad at me. I will say what's really crazy though is I now notice situations that trigger me because I can, you know, feel myself getting worried or worked up. Maybe when I have to tell someone like, no, I don't really feel like hanging out, I'm tired, like, you know, I had a long day, etc. or have to be up early tomorrow. I'm not like worried that someone's going to be upset or never going to invite me again. Um, but that feeling comes up, right? And I'm able to talk myself out of it. Like, oh, that's so silly. Like, we're adults. Life happens. It's okay. Like, if they were to say that to me, 100% would understand. No worries. You rest up, girlfriend. We'll catch up tomorrow. Like, as it should be. Um, and because, thankfully, I'm surrounded by so many people who give, you know, me that same respect that I give them in terms of respecting each other's boundaries, um, that I don't even have to worry about in situations like that anymore. And I can heal those parts of me that get really nervous or anxious, um, and just revert or don't revert (laughs) to my people pleasing habits. And it allows me to grow and really build that trust with myself that I can put my needs first. That honestly is a really huge one. And one that I've been focusing on lately is trusting my own words and abilities because I think without that, something will feel like it's missing in every one of, my, one of my relationships. I want to be able to trust myself and my word that I can take care of myself. Because I have to. I say all the time on here that you are the only person you will ever be with the entirety of your life. So you better know how to take care of yourself. <laughs> you better know yourself and trust yourself and love yourself. All those things super important and I really found the connections in this and it feels good and I really want to encourage others to not be afraid to set those boundaries now it doesn't have to be like oh my gosh like I just can't talk tonight and explosive that no we are adults here I believe in you you can sit with your emotions for a second really think about how you're feeling and be honest with yourself and those around you And you will be so surprised at how good people's reactions will be. 
No one can argue with you when you tell them how you feel. That is your feelings, <laughs> your experience, and your truth. And they can't, I mean, maybe some people will try to come back and be like, oh, that's wrong. Okay, you know, I understand if you don't see from my perspective, but I've had a really mentally exhausting week and I want to see you. Tonight's just not going to work. I'm free XYZ nights. Let's connect on one of these, whichever one works for you. Boom. Amazing, right? <laughs> well, Aurora, a few years ago, I wish, you know, she would have got this through her head, but I'm so glad we're here now. And I think this segues into the really important next part of this that I wanted to touch on. Something else that's really transformed for me is not taking others' emotions as my own as a result of people-pleasing. I think this is one of the main driving factors of being a people-pleaser. Um, and also, I'm definitely still working on this. But because I care so much about, you know, those that I love and care about, I had a tendency to take on literally their emotions and, like, take them on as my responsibility. Um, again, maybe something to deal with being an older sibling as well, but when those around me are angry or upset or annoyed, I would let it affect me so much, and this was so... And this is, not even was, I'm still working on it. It is so hard. It is so hard, especially because I did not realize how normal this was for me that I'm catching myself on the day-to-day -day having to remind myself, like, no, 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 not my emotions. Like, I don't need to be responsible for this. It is not my responsibility. Like, they need to be able to regulate their own emotions, make themselves happy, get through their own irritants, whatever it is. I don't need to, especially if I can't handle at that time, if I'm even too overwhelmed, why the heck am I trying to take on someone else's emotions as well? Right? Like, when you put it like that, it sounds so silly. But that's what I was doing. And I know it wasn't from a bad place. It's not. But it started affecting me really poorly. So if you struggle with that as well first step for me was just catching myself and then having to deal with the guilt um, of like not like feeling like you're not helping them but in reality if you think about it like this like you are you those people around you that you care about you want them to be able to be there for themselves too but if you're always there to regulate their emotions and take that on then they're gonna never have to learn to do it themselves and it's gonna come back around someday so one try to remove the guilt they'll be fine. They're humans. They can handle their emotions just like you do. To be honest with yourself and them. Learn to put words to those feelings and communicate it. Um, that's been a major change for me as well, is literally sometimes saying out loud, like, I can't, I don't have the capacity to handle this right now. I understand you're frustrated or irritated. I don't have the capacity to show up how you may need emotionally right now. I'm feeling a little exhausted myself. Could we check in or revisit this in a little bit or XYZ time, whatever you need? I have found that to be a really helpful little mantra for me, along with some other ones. So it could be something as simple as saying out loud to yourself, not necessarily, you know, someone else that I, you know, have emotions. I am not my 
emotions. I'm a human experiencing emotions. And this one really allows me to separate the two because for, you know, if you relate to me in terms of taking others' emotions on, empathetic, etc., it can be really hard for me to separate the two. Like this, the two seem so connected. And that is, you know, emotions. You have emotions. You are not your emotions. You don't have to let them control you. You don't have to let them take over you and your decisions and how you react can be your choice. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be angry or stressed or anxious. Process it or, you know, work on processing it in a healthy way, whether that's reading, breath work, exercise, movement, whatever works for you. Sometimes it can be a combination of those. That's usually what it is for me or screaming into a pillow, whatever, whatever you need to do. I'm telling you the benefits from that will be like mental clarity. You won't have rifts with, you know, maybe friendships, relationships, um, as, as often and clear communication. This time is crucial for yourself to figure out and learn how to put words to what you're feeling. You know, we don't always think rationally when our emotions are high, no matter which way they are. And this is that crucial moment where you're going to learn a little bit more about yourself. You're going to learn how you react to certain situations. Take those mental notes and store that in a bank to refer to in future situations where you encounter similar feelings. And you're like, you know what? Now the second time comes around, I'm prepared. I remember what worked. I am feeling this way right now, but we're going to get through it and I'll be back to my normal self thinking per usual and being able to communicate that even better. Like what a win. And I have found that to really, really work for myself and I get so excited about it because it took time, it took effort and it took messing up <laughs> to to learn and remember to put those systems in place to help myself and be able to recognize it when the situation comes. It's, it's a constant balance and trial and error. And I have a feeling it's probably what it's going to be for a while, but I, it's just the effort you deserve to give to yourself the love that you deserve to give to yourself. It did take a lot of preparing and giving myself the tools and, and honestly, when I'm not in these situations, preparing is the best also because that's that way when I find myself in these emotionally charged situations, I can utilize this toolbox and snap out of it and it becomes an easy habit. Um, you know, forming those habits when you're in your right mind not maybe an intense state um, is easier because then you're creating those neural pathways that are like a habit to you. They're easy. You don't have to dig so hard and you can snap out of it much quicker. Now, if you can't tell, I am an empath. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I'm a super empathetic person and I love that about myself. But if you know, you know. It can be very self-destructing if you don't know how to navigate your boundaries and know your limits. It is like doubling down on emotions sometimes. I, when I tell you I feel emotions deeply, I mean like so deeply and I think there's two parts to that. When I love, I love hard. When I'm passionate about something, I feel it in my bones. When I'm happy for you, I mean I can't wish you 
more the best than you could imagine. I will support you 110% and I will be fully supportive and interested in anything that makes you happy as well. But that also means the lows can come super low too and have this really, really (laughs) deep like cut feeling in my gut um, when the negative emotions come. So being an empath, I've tried to learn and I'm working on learning how to regulate that for myself. Mostly to make it just a little easier for myself because I got kind of tired of feeling things so deeply and I think that also goes back to taking on others' emotion as my own. So they go hand in hand, absolutely. Um, So kind of as I work on one, the other one naturally becomes a little bit easier. So as I learn to stop taking others' emotions as my own, I'm also helping myself regulate my emotions and not feel them as deeply when it's hurtful. That's really what I want to control. I want to realize that people can, you know, they can be obsessed. They don't have to like what I'm doing. They can be upset, angry, irritated. It doesn't have to be on me. I don't have to feel that way. I don't have to fix it. (laughs) That's a big one. I don't have to fix it. Let's repeat that one this time for my my mental. (laughs) But it's, um, it's a blessing to be able to feel emotions and I know that and I don't ever, ever, ever want to get rid of that. Um, I love that about myself and I think those that are close to me, um, have expressed to me, you know, at least once before that one of the things I love about me is that I'm such a caring, genuine person and I don't want to lose that about myself, but I do want to make, you know, the tough times a little easier. I want to be more confident in my ability to take care of my mental and this is just one of the ways I do so and one of the ways I've grown so much and I see a lot of change and I want to help other people that struggle with similar situations get to this point because it's really freeing um, to have control over your mind. Um, It's really freeing. So where am I now with all of this and how's it going? I think the next step for me has been finding myself. So something really interesting that I've put together recently is that as a result of this serial people pleasing, I call it, I kind of realized I lost my sense of self. And by that, I don't mean the cliche, like, oh, I lost my... No, I mean, I literally, when I would be asked, you know, what are your favorite songs? Where's your favorite places to go eat? What do you watch? Um, What do you binge watch on Netflix? Or where do you go shopping for your favorite shoes? Like random things I'm talking about, you know, I would never have a straight answer. I would never have a straight answer because I'm so used to morphing myself to those around me to like similar things because I just love that person so much. If I care about them, I want to be interested in all they do. And I find myself doing that with them all the time. We'll watch their shows. We'll eat what they want to eat. We'll go shopping with them. And, and not in a rude way and not in a way that's their fault or like my fault. It was just so subconsciously that when it came to the point of figuring out and, and expressing myself, I was like, wait, what um, what songs like do I like that I, I know I listen to, not just here in, in so-and-so's car? You know, what are my favorite foods that I love? To, it's my guilty pleasure um, and not just because so-and-so is craving it that day. You know, not me. It seems kind of silly, but this was my truth. And there were things that also I just wasn't like subconsciously 
or I mean, consciously aware of that I did. Um, but that is also a part of learning t- yourself and understanding yourself and knowing yourself. And I wanted to do that. I want to know myself, obviously. Um, and I kind of felt out of touch with that. So through healing my people pleasing, I have been finding more of myself and it's fun. I mean, it's really fun to get all nerdy and my favorite books and geek out about my favorite candle page or go on Pinterest and get deep in home decor and rave about it to my friends or have my guilty pleasure meal of the week because right now that's salmon bulls and my boyfriend will literally laugh if I ask him for salmon again. He'll probably scream at me. But (laughs) it's been, as a result, I've like had a lot of fun and maybe you could tell about how I'm talking about it. But that is also one of the reasons why one of the segments I chose to do for my podcast was my recent favorites. And I left it so broad for that reason because I have been paying so much more attention to myself. And not that I'm like creating new favorites, but all these little things that I subconsciously just do or gravitate towards, I, you know, never really made a conscious effort to get to know myself like that, like I would someone else that I care about. Um, And so that's kind of been forcing me to do that. And it's been really fun. And I feel like it's also healthy. And then I can chat about it with other people like, hey, have you tried the raspberry and rose poppy? because you need to. I'm gonna throw that out there again, because you need to. (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say is if this hasn't encouraged you enough to really treat yourself this week to something that you love, that you're passionate about, that you geek out about, or love, do it. Treat yourself to that. Spend some time with yourself this week and really get to know yourself. And I'd love to hear some of your favorites, whatever they are, whatever you want to chat about. I'm here for it. Always open to learning and loved, loved hanging out with you guys this week. This, I think, has been my favorite episode so far. It honestly has been the most natural one. I feel really, really passionate about this topic, and I hope you all enjoy it too. With that, don't forget, as usual, to follow me on social media platforms. I like to post a little differently on each one. Sometimes they're the same. You know how it is. It's all right. I give little snippets of these shows every week too so you can kind of see if it's something you'd be interested or not and please if you haven't give me a rating on spotify it really helps um also feel free to leave any criticism if you have some ideas for the pod some thing i could learn from this is all still new to me and i'm so open to learning i'm just having a great time and i love hearing from you guys don't forget to email loveyourspodcasts at gmail.com if you want to be included in the little advice column episode i'm going to be doing soon and with that i will see you all next week bye